Welcome to the Healers Rising podcast by Caitlin Diana and the Magic Beyond Boundaries team, where we explore what it means to be a lightworker, starseed, and multidimensional being, so you can live a life full of magic, expansion, and play, because we are, right now, creating the world we want to see. Apparently, starseeds have made headlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's true. Uh, There were two different articles that circulated out last week. We started to see them, I think, and both were mentioning this whole starseed phenomenon and uh, the ways that people might be or not be if they were part of these communities. And so I thought that's a fantastic opportunity for us to have a conversation as a community and start looking at what was actually legit from what they wrote, because there are some truths in there that we need to be cognizant of and um, also unpack some of the things that we think are just like bogus. (laughs) So that's where we're going to go in today's conversation and consciousness. So Violet, I know you brought up the article and I've got one on sciencealert.com. Now I haven't done any research on this website, so I don't know who's behind it. I don't know how legit it is. Obviously it looks very professional, but I've done no back research on this site. Um, I want to know too, if any of you guys have read it. So the, it was on sciencealert.com and the title of the article was people among us identify as aliens inside the starseed phenomenon. So that was the title of the article and it was written by a man I'm assuming named Ken Drinkwater. Um, so yeah, that's the one that I read. I didn't read the other article, but I've heard that it's been being talked about on Fox news and other places. So first thing I'm going to say is I've read both articles and they both read like they've been written on chat GPT. I've gotten ChatGPT to write me an article to see what it would do. And it writes exactly like that. So my thinking is that we might have a situation where they're taking these hot topics now that are going around in what are they're going to claim are the new fringe minority people to create another group of ostracized individuals and start adding some inflammation to that community. And you guys, let me know in the chat what you think, because... I want to know what you guys perceive as the reason that these are coming out at this time, because my opinion might not be true. That's just what I'm picking up. So you let me know um, if you've seen these. I don't know why it's coming out now. Obviously, like, and even in the one article that I read, he references that this is not a new phenomenon. It's been going on since at least the seventies, I think probably earlier, but it started getting a little bit more momentum with like, you know, bigger name channelers and stuff. And um, the hypnosis movement, like Dolores Cannon was starting to do a lot more. Elizabeth hypnosis. April is working with some of the Hollywood people now, which yeah, is it's, it's, creepy because the ones she's hanging out with are all the ones that are in the deep occult stuff, which is weird, but yeah. So anyway, it's it's not a new phenomenon. And it's interesting because his in the one article that I was reading, his first line was something along the lines of, yeah. So he said, there's a new group of people on earth who believe they're aliens. But then in the same article, he references that this isn't a new phenomenon, that it's been going on since the seventies. And so that part was interesting. I don't know if it was written by um, AI. It does kind of read like it was, but we can't really, I don't think we can say that for sure, unless we wanted to take it and run it through like an AI reader to tell us like the percentage, which I don't know where you would find that, but it probably exists somewhere. 
I know teachers are using it to like back up conversation or back up their students' homework and see how much the student actually wrote and stuff. So they must be available. So we could it's do something. It's really like easy to do. You just go to chat GPT and you just type in the command. Can you tell me how much of this you wrote? Oh, there you go. You copy the article and it'll go, our systems wrote however much percent of it. And then yeah. you just look at how much they tweaked. And so my gut instinct, because I've been using it a lot for different things, like it's like all things in advancement, it can be used for good and it can be used for some kind of horrible demise. <laughs> well, I think we'll probably end up having a larger conversation about mm-hmm. about that in a little bit. Now, once there's a bit, like there's a lot of really interesting conversations going on about that, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about the validity or what chat GPT and other systems like it can be used for. We're talking specifically about these articles, about the whole idea that starseeds are now mainstream and everyone is now aware of it, even people who aren't in this world. So, yeah. So I think one of the directions I'd love to go is there's actually some things in there that people were really offended by that I've seen in some of the other groups that they're chatting on. And one of the big pieces was about the psychological health and the dissociative type of disorders they're assigning to all people because they did generalize this lightly in one article and more so in the other, um, that people must be dissociative or bipolar or have multiple personality in order to identify this. Or schizophrenia. And they didn't, in the article I read, I didn't see anything about drug use, but there was a lot of comments in the shared posts, obviously. So I went through and I didn't read all the comments, but I lightly grazed it to see kind of like what people were saying about it. And there was definitely a lot of conversations about, you know, people are smoking crack and this is the result of it and all of that. So there's definitely an opinion that anyone who is identifying this way must be either using hardcore drugs and really messing up their brain, or they've already got some kind of a mental issue going on. Right. And so I think what the element of truth is in that, because we always have to look at the whole resonance field, is that a lot of people don't attract to spirituality and this work and seeking things like this until things are so bad that they can't figure out or get to an understanding of why they are the way they are. And so there is an element of truth that, like, I know in my client base, I mean, on Friday, Violet, this is crazy. I just completed session number 4,024, which is bananas. Um, But in my client base, I would say 80% of the people that have come in through my doors have been assigned some kind of mental health disorder diagnosis by the medical system. And so by the time they get to me, their body is already in so much disorder and disarray, either from medications or stress for so long, suppressed emotions, the metaphysical things that can go on beneath the surface, that yeah, to the general public, they can look like really unstable people at that time. And well, especially really, if they've been labeled as such by medical huge, right? And and they can be really misunderstood, which is really tricky because even as the practitioners coming in, it's a very fine line to walk to discover what the origins are of the disorder in this person's body and how do we get them back to stability without shutting down their magic. Because 
we don't want to come in and be like, you're crazy because they're not. A lot of the things they are seeing, saying, sensing, and tracking have filaments of truth to them. But the problem is when the physical body is in such disorder or they're coming in and they're using substances, it distorts it to such a degree that the average layperson cannot grasp onto it or see how it could possibly be used in this earth realm. And that's what gives you know, the starseed communities, this air of like, they must be smoking crack, they must be doing something wrong, they must be, you know, participating in some kind of crazy, like, transcendental circle to get to this kind of stuff. And so I think that it should be a wake-up call, in my opinion, to all of us, that the way we approach this work has to be grounded in reality. And how do you take those existential concepts and use them in your everyday life to do good with them, to propel yourself, to improve your relationships, to propel your health in the right direction? Like, how do we take these things that we know are bigger than us and actually live it in such a way that it's an invite rather than feeling like it is territory people would rather not go? to the general lay person. That's my opinion on that one. I don't know how you feel on it, but yeah, I I think there's some validity to that. I think another piece of it is something we've had a conversation about this in the past. And we have a video on our YouTube channel about like how to wake people up. And it really talks about how to have communication with people who don't believe the same things as you. And I think that's the next piece of it is sometimes we sound a little wackadoo when we talk about the things that we're talking about to the general, you know, public. 100%. 100%. Like, if you can't see that, that's something where you need to maybe bring in a little bit more of that observational nature um, of what you're talking about and how you're talking about it. I think majority of the issues that we have on this planet, like so far, this is my opinion, are based in communication errors. Yeah. I would yeah, say I vast majority of the issues that we have as, as a populace, as a, as a society, as a group, is that we just don't know how to communicate effectively with each other. And so I think that's the next piece of it is really learning how to talk to people who have different points of view from us so that mm-hmm. they feel seen and heard. And so that we do too. And we can move forward together because it's not that we have to all believe the same things. They don't have to believe that they're star seeds. We don't have to believe we're not, but what part of that can we have a communication about to get to a level of understanding of who that other person is and maybe humanize them a little bit more. Cause that's one of the things that happens with these types of articles and I noticed with a lot of the comments is this whole, like, if you identify as a starseed, therefore it must mean that you are crazy. You are doing drugs. You are out of touch. You are a conspiracy theorist. You don't believe in science. All of those things that have been said in these articles and in the comment section when they're shared on social media, which may or may not be true of some people, but I would never say is the truth for all of us as an entire group. Yeah. You know, the other thing I think is, valid in this conversation is that the way we choose to identify very rarely helps us get closer to our goal. And so I think this is worth bringing up is that sometimes we try to latch onto an identity, a belief, a story, a theme, a construct, a collective, a community as our new um, talking point, our new identity, our new way of presenting ourselves to the world. It's like, well, I'm studying this stuff, so this must mean I am. And so when we put on that new suit, we put on that new mask, whatever it is, it takes the other people in our life farther away from being able to share those light codes and pieces of information because we almost get a little too deeply anchored into these new um, personas that we're trying to turn on. 
And so I think this is, again, I'm bringing this back, like we as a community have a responsibility, in my opinion, that if we are all about helping people feel better, giving them their health back, finding layers and levels of freedom, improving communication, you know, getting better at being a citizen on planet Earth. Taking care of the planet, taking care of each other, creating the world that we are so sure that we're here to help bring about. We have to definitely start doing that ourselves. Yes. And so that also means being hyper aware that the way we present ourselves to the general public, the way we make our posts, if it is not being done in such a way that somebody who is just beginning can feel like, ah, I see an element of myself in what you are explaining, then we are creating that very dualistic timeline where it's like people are either with us or they are not. People are either ascending or they are not. And in my opinion, that is one of the greatest fracturings we can do. And so I think with that responsibility also comes into the piece of like being very conscious of what you might be fanning the flames of when you share certain things or when you comment on certain posts and looking at what you're actually trying to achieve with the words you just used. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are trying to either convince, persuade, or make wrong when we get into conversation, and this goes back to the point you were making, Violet, of communication errors. Mm -hmm. I noticed that a lot of the people, like especially in the bigger Starseed communities where they're like putting up the selfies and they're like, can somebody tap in and tell me if I'm an Arcturian or something? I just recorded a reel. It's going to be coming out that folks thought of that a little bit. Um, But when people are in those communities, a lot of the posts they make are like, Look within yourself. You should just be doing this. Why aren't you doing that? Yeah, you're totally this. I see it in your eyes. Like everything is either disagree, go into defense, go into judgment or alignment and agreement. Instead of creating and cultivating a community where we ask questions, we learn to track, we learn to express and experience our bodies and our multidimensional lenses in a way that grows all of our gifts and capacities we actually flame that fire by the ways that we actually accidentally sometimes cut people down, shut them down, or align with them and stop their question asking. And that's a skill that we really teach within all of our communities. It's like, no, the answer isn't yes or no, right? That The answer is rarely yes or no. Well, and it's one of those things where I'm sure a lot of you guys can understand where I'm coming from on this, but one of the things that used to drive me bananas when I first started looking, when I was like searching for like bigger meaning, all of my purpose for my life is everywhere I looked, all I could see was just people sharing their opinions on things, whether they were good or bad and trying to get people to buy into that. And then fighting the people like Caitlin was saying just a minute ago who didn't agree with them. And I was like, what is the point of this conversation? Like why it's not getting us anywhere at all. And it just further frustrated me about what humanity is choosing. I didn't necessarily at the time know the right direction to go from there. I just knew that it was a waste of time to just be constantly sharing. This is what I agree with. This is what I don't agree with and trying to get people to align to it. So, I mean, I think that's just one of the things that we need to work on is not constantly just sharing from that point. And a lot of it comes from conditioning and trauma because we're trying to get people to, to agree with us because we didn't feel agreed with when we were children. Well, Violet, can I just take that a little bit further with you? Mm-hmm. I think what happens next, though, and, and I even see it in our communities here, is 
once people don't feel like they are, I need to rephrase what I was about to just say. When people feel like they can't just align and agree or disagree and go into defense and they feel like they actually have to ask the question or to go a little bit further, instead of communicating or trying, they just shut down. And so they actually remove themselves from community. And I'm wondering if that was your experience for a period of time. Yeah, it was definitely this frustration of like, I don't want to participate in this. And so I would for sure remove myself from it. Um, And of course, like it's everywhere. Like even the news nowadays is just people sharing their opinions. It's not even, majority of it isn't even based in reality. So yeah, it's it's frustrating. And I think that for those of us who have already decided we're not going to go and fight in the comments section or whatever, or try to convince somebody to our side, that seems to be the default is I'm just going to remove myself from this entirely, which just shuts down the entire conversation too. And just that doesn't actually lead to more understanding either. Yeah. I know we've talked about this lightly in our communities before, but I think this is why, you know, for me, I stand ever grounded in this thing that like, if we are about this timeline, it is our duty to get our bodies to the point where we can do all of this work and function as humans in this society without medications, without uppers, without downers, no drugs involved. And we're still an easygoing person to talk to that can easily talk about going to the grocery store and filling up the tank of gas. But we can also have those conversations about what might be beyond our perceived 3D reality. And I think for all of us, that can seem a little bit daunting because I noticed that some of the people that are supposed to be deepest in this work that are, you know, our upcoming, you know, healers, practitioners, intuitive coaches, sometimes like there are a few that are channelers down the road, it's less so than the other ones. But for a lot of them, they are the ones that have been repressed, oppressed, you know, abused through a lot of trauma cycles for so long that they end up in the medical systems and they end up labeled, but because then they end up on a medication that doesn't allow expression, they end up using substances that shut that down. They do end up fitting a stereotype that society can point to and say, see, this is what we need. And for me in my work, my whole MO, and like, let me just be clear, I am never allowed to tell you, yes, come off your medications. I can't tell you to taper off. That is not within my scope of practice. That is a conversation between you and your prescribing physician. But my whole MO is to give you your life and your body back and to give you a body and a mind and a system that functions to the utmost potential that you can get to in this lifetime without any crutches. Because if you need a crutch, you've missed your potential timeline and we need to get back into alignment with that. Yeah, and I think this brings us perfectly into the next point that at least the article I read and a lot of the comments underneath that were shared in in the original post was that there's this very strong belief that people who identify as star seeds don't believe in science, (laughs) which is a a gross overgeneralization for sure. But yeah, I just thought that was so fascinating because I was like, we have two communities, this community, and then our membership community that has all of our students in it full of hundreds, if not thousands of people who all believe in science. All of us, all of us believe in quantum physics. All of us believe in chemistry. All of us believe in biology. And so to me, what I'm seeing is the same inflationary 
and inflammatory language they were using when, you know, the vaccines came out. And it's like, if you don't want one, you don't believe in science. You're a well, science denier. You're something. a science denier. And the truth of the matter is those of us that went through and we looked at the science of it, some of us didn't. Let me be clear. A lot of people didn't actually look at the science. I read every single study that came out because I don't know if you guys know this. I'm a naturopath by trade. I have training in osteopathy. Like I love science. I love total science nerd. I am a nerd. Like I'm homeschooling my son and we are doing chemistry right now. Like three days a week. Like that's my MO. It's my jam. Um, but for a lot of the people that were in there, they just went and said, I'm trusting my intuition on that. And that's great. I love that you're trusting your intuition, but back it up was what's in science because science actually told us the real science that what was going on on a chemical and biological nature was not safe to enter the human bodies. And so our intuition was right, but we could have paired it with what was going on. But now our intuition is right. It's telling us that there's life beyond this and the inflammatory comments are coming in and saying, but you're stupid have another like yeah. drug. Well, and one of the things that was said in that article was that, um, like definitively it said there is no evidence to support life on like outside of earth. Basically it was just like, there is no evidence. And I was like, mm, there is evidence. It's just not widely decided that it like, it's not widely agreed upon across like the planet. We haven't all decided that it's real evidence is basically what it comes down or, to. Or <laughs> It's not that we even haven't decided. It's that the people who have access to the machinery that can get out to those realms don't want to release what they currently have. Yeah, there's tons of evidence to support, you know, interdimensional activity, beings on other planets. There's lots. It's just that the majority of humans are, are not in agreement that that is the case. And they're not releasing information in a way that we can all buy into and agree that this is scientific evidence is basically yeah. what it comes down to, which is a really easy way to make a whole group of people seem very crazy. So I think the next point I want to make is this is why I'm also so passionate, especially with the thought leaders in this industry. So people who are doing work like Violet and I are, we should be upping our education at all times. We should be keeping pace with the new studies, with what's going on in biology and chemistry. We should be paying attention to what's coming out in the health fields and what they're trying to advance. We should also be pairing it with our intuition and our tracking to know what to do with it. But we should be aligning ourselves with the teachers and the people that can help us go farther with understanding how the human body actually works because it's this beautiful, intricate system. And once you understand it, you can completely reverse almost any disease, disorder, issue that's going on in it. And so what drives me crazy a little bit, and I mean, when I say drive me crazy, it's for this like 30 minutes that we're having this conversation and then I'm on to something new, um, is that we have so many people with reviews, testimonials, et cetera, that have had incredible, miraculous healings and turnarounds from the kind of work that we do. And I'm sure many of you in this community who I haven't even met yet in person also facilitate for other people. Or have had experiences yourself that are like, would be considered miraculous because they just don't make sense to what we've been told about how the body heals. Because they don't match the current medical systems. uh, It's called upward causation where they believe they have to fix the atoms and the molecules before the body can repair. It doesn't make sense to that. It's all anecdotal at this point. And that's the thing that's weighted against us is that 
nobody's going to come in and fund these studies because there's nothing to study except miracles. And nobody wants to accept in a way that there could be a miracle without the medication, the vaccine, the doctor, the white coat, the school, the university, because what we're actually dealing with is a power over power dynamic where somebody needs to maintain control of the message and the populace. And so that's the biggest thing that I would say to you guys at this point is that this isn't really um, an information war in terms of like helping people to see that this is truth. It's more the conversations that we can have in a gentle manner of looking at who actually controls our narrative going on in our brain and are the thoughts you're thinking even yours or have they been imprinted by something or someone else? Because that's more of the problem in society today than anything else, in my not so humble opinion. Yeah. And I feel like the thread of truth that we can take from this conversation that starseeds don't believe in science is that a vast majority of us are suffering with things that can be healed on a physical level and we're not necessarily doing anything about it. And the other side of it is oftentimes when we go into doing our own spiritual healing work or shadow work or whatever you want to call it, we often tend to get very like compartmentalized with our thinking on it and only focus on the energy, only focus on the emotional, only focus on the mental. And we don't always bring the full picture of who we are as beings to the table. And I think that is something that we can do better as a group. And so for myself, I would, I like to look at these articles now, when I first read stuff like this, I would take it very personally. So if any of you are feeling that way, I totally see where you're coming from because it can feel like a personal attack, but I've done so much work on myself that I don't, you know, I don't attach my identity to what other people are deciding for myself. And so I just don't really let it get to me. I, I try to look at it more as an opportunity to see where are they right? Where am I not walking my talk? Where am I not being the example of um, what's actually possible and the best version of myself that I can be so that I can be that to the world? And I obviously don't represent every single person in the Starseed community, but I am still a representative of it because I'm part of it. I love how you worded that. And the reason you don't take it personally anymore is because you aren't attached to the label as your identity, right? No, I'm not. That makes a big difference. Yeah. What if we actually ran you guys through a little teaching seminar, some kind of curriculum, and we'll show you guys how we bring all those levels and layers together. Like I, like I said, I'm at session number 4,024, and I have helped a lot of people at this point get into their full version of health, away from all those burdens. They're living fully functional, highly abundant, beautiful lives. What if we took you guys through our process? No cost to you. Just let you do it because I think the world needs us at this time. Would that be something you guys would be interested in? Are you thinking like uh, just a couple of day workshop or like a couple of weeks? Like what? what's your, I'm, your initial I'm feels? Seeing maybe like a couple of weeks because I feel like back to back, if you don't have time to actually apply it and live it, you might not grasp it as well. Like I think if we're going to do this and do it right, it's more like they come in once a week and we can facilitate a container where people can really learn and apply the skills and look at how you actually bring all five layers of your body together through that healing process so that you can be just as grounded as you are connected. Because that's yeah, that seems that everybody's missing. That is what everyone's missing. And that's what we 
that's what we do. That's what we teach. So, I mean, if you can condense it into a couple of weeks and we can get everybody in and doing that for free, I would totally be on board with that. Like my, my main mission for my own personal, um, that lines up so beautifully with the work that I do with Caitlin is that I just want every person on this planet to really feel free. And like, you can make decisions from a place of authenticity, not because you don't have a choice. Yeah. Is that something you guys would share? Like, can you see people in your life that you guys think that would be, you know, up their alley too? Let me know in the comments if we have enough of you guys that are on board and you're like, yeah, I want that. That's a really good idea. Let us know because if this idea totally falls flat and you're like, I don't want to go to class, like that's fine too. We're not attached to it. Um, But it just kind of popped in as we were having this conversation that it might be something that you guys would love. So let us know in the comments, reach out. You can send us an email to you. Um, we'd be happy to chat through it, but I think we might be on to something. I think we could. Yeah. So I think to wrap up this whole conversation, number one is if you were triggered or um, felt personally attacked or victimized by any of these articles, that's a really good opportunity to look at where you might be attaching your value and your identity to a label. And how you can start kind of unwinding that because you're not only that, you are so much more than that. And, you know, all of your experiences together have value for you on your life and your journey. And it's not up to anybody else to tell you if that's relevant or not. So let's just release those labels, do a little bit of clearing and healing work on that, release some of the emotions, however you like to do that. Um, and get grounded back into your reality. And then from there, I would be going through the article and being very open-minded to where, where are they right? Where's there a thread of truth in this that I can take back and look at how I'm communicating in the world, how I'm showing up. And so that I can use this as rocket fuel to make myself even more myself and even more better than I was before. Um, because then they don't win that way. Right. (laughs) Well, and let's be careful there. Your goal is not to polarize them and be like, (laughs) <laughs> you don't even need to say anything to anyone else no. about it. It's just about it's, reading it's it. Looking at really, it comes down to your personal integrity. And are you actually living a life that aligns with what this mission? Because we're all on the same team. Are you living a life that actually shows what this mission is all about, which is full embodied health, the ability to communicate, share codes, and sit in circle with anybody on this planet, and to stay centered within yourself and all knowing of your own being at the exact same time. Are you doing that? Because if not, you can look at the rocket fuel, like Violet said, and go, where am I out of integrity here? And how can I pour into my cup in such a way that lets me live a more aligned life? And ultimately, that's what we're here to do. Okay. If you guys uh, enjoyed this conversation, let us know. Leave us a like. We will dive into more of these debunks too if it's something that you guys like hearing our opinions on. I know we often come from a different angle than most people do. We're happy to do that. And like I said, if that little um, workshop or multi-week thing sounds like something you might want to participate in, please let us know. Because if there's enough of you that are like, yeah, throw that together, we want to come. Um, we'll start putting some wheels in motion because I, I really do think it could be something that would be super supportive for people. 